Good morning, everybody. Happy Easter. Uh, okay, um, to the people in front, um, I, I did ask them to check the, um, the mic while we were getting ready. Color? That's green. Green is for go. Ah, can you guys hear me at the back? Happy Easter, everybody. And they still can't hear me. But in any case, oh, so glad to have you guys here. It is, it is an amazing Friday. So um, I've got to share with you, today is Good Friday. But in my household, it is an even more exciting Friday because um, some of you might have met my dad when he came here. And um, this past week, my dad phoned me and he's like, I need your help. Not many times my dad asked me for help. I'm normally the Asian tech team when he needs help. And uh, uh, that wasn't the case because today, for the first time in our lives, my dad is preaching on Good Friday as well. So I just had to share that. It is amazing. I got to help my dad with, a, with his sermon. And this is a guy that taught me about Jesus. And Today, we have both got the opportunity to share the gospel with people. And I just want to, when he watches us, Dad, thank you for leaving such an amazing legacy. And, and I pray that over each and every one of you, that you guys will leave an amazing legacy so that you guys can live beyond yourself. So, with that said, I have asked this before, but I'm going to ask you guys, who's had breakfast this morning? Okay, so there's a few, so some of you guys will pay attention. Who's had chocolate this morning? No one. That is shocking. I, I don't know about you, but I left early. The, the, the sun was still in bed when I left, and so I, I don't know how you guys didn't even have chocolate. Do we have chocolate, love? Can we get afterwards? Oh, she looked at me, and it's like, you know that look you give your children? When they ask at 8 o'clock before they have to go to bed, can I have hot chocolate? And that look is like, how dare you? <laughs> that is that same look I got from my wife. I know how my kids feel now. <laughs> so we get it. Okay, so today is Easter. And um, if this is your first time with us, I would just like to say welcome. My name is Milo with my wife, Alison. We have the pleasure of leading Prodeo um, here. And we've been busy with a series called Jesus. How cool is a series all about Jesus? I mean, that is what church is all about. It's about Jesus. And we've been looking at it over the past six weeks about who Jesus is, his character, and how it applies to our life. And then today is Good Friday. It is an amazing Friday. And as we go into this Easter weekend, as we kick it off, this is what I have to say. Today is a day where we let Jesus be Jesus. Every, the build-up to this weekend was, how do we become like Jesus? And today I just want to say, all we have to do is let Jesus be Jesus. Because sometimes we want to be Jesus, right? We want to correct everybody. We want to save everybody. Um, there's certain things that we want to, you know, we want to, we want to condemn everybody. But that is not who Jesus is. So this weekend, it's all about letting Jesus 
be Jesus. And um, I just want to remind us today as we go through, we need to remind ourselves about who Jesus is and what today is all about. Okay, we need to remind ourselves about a lot of things, and one of those things is we need to remind ourselves about Jesus. Who needs reminding a lot? Apparently, I do. Uh, my wife has set up a calendar, a family calendar, uh, with five billion notifications. Apparently, I don't read them because she goes, hey, don't forget. And so in that, I want to tell you guys, don't forget. Don't forget who Jesus is. Don't forget what he did on the cross. Because I know in different seasons, in different situations, Jesus is my savior. Hey? And then it can also be that Jesus is my comforter. He, he can be my provider. He can be my friend. But one thing we must not forget is that Jesus is God. And that is what I want us to be reminded of today, that Jesus is God. And today's the day, no matter what you believe about him, this is the day that everything changed. Okay, that is what we're looking at. The day that everything changed. And it's not just about what he did, but why he did it. And that answer is love. So... I'm going to ask you to turn with me to the book of John, and I'm going to read one verse, a very, a very well-known verse. John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And as we continue with our series called Jesus and How Opposite Attracts, I would like to just take a few minutes. You know when a pastor says, just a few. Pull out your snacks. <laughs> I just want to talk a few minutes on this topic called the changing point. Can we pray? Father God, today is a good day. It's a good day for us because we are reminded about why we are sitting here. We are reminded about who you are, and we are reminded that you love us. And so, Father God, I pray that as we just unpack the scriptures today on Good Friday in remembrance of what Jesus did on the cross for us, I pray that you would do in us what only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, as we are looking at this specific verse, I want us to be aware of a few things, maybe three things um, as we start. The first thing that we find in John, John 3 verse 16 is this, that God loves you. We read, God loved the world, not just specific people. You know, we can always go, um, in, my, in my house it hasn't been this way, but um, I, I felt it with my mom that she loves my sisters more than me because I haven't gotten a phone call yet this weekend. And uh, whenever I chat to one of my sisters, they're like, oh, you must hear what mom phoned me about. I'm like, well, she hasn't phoned me. So this is just a shout out to my mom, please phone me. But this is the thing, God loves each and every one of us. 
not just a specific few, not just who you want to become or who you are becoming. God loves you. Okay, let me explain it this way. Everybody take out your phones. Take out your phones. Now, as um, pastors, we are really scared of this because we know when you pull out your phone, that is it. We lose you guys. But quickly, take out your phone. Take out your phone. Does everybody have your phone? Put your phone up. Let me see. Okay. Now, I want you to turn on your camera. Open your camera and then go to the selfie mode. No, no, really, I need you to do this. Turn it around, take a selfie. Now, now all the youngsters, you know, those, those, those guys that go, yeah, I'm used to this, man. This is why I got this muscle over here. And so, so I want you to quickly, quickly take a selfie, take a selfie, look at yourself. I want you, before you take selfies of everybody, look at yourself. Take a photo and check this out. That person that is looking back at you, that is who God loves, as you are. No change. With your mask, without your mask, if you've had jungle oats this morning, or if you've had Easter eggs, or if you like me, haven't eaten in three days, apparently. Um, no, I, I haven't. My wife, <laughs> everybody looked after me. But you see, that is the person that God loves. Not about who you are, but that person over there. Now, who didn't have a phone? Oh, no, oh, oh, that, oh, come on, can I get an oh? Not an amen, just an ah. Can I ask, can, can someone please, everybody, take your phones out again, and can we do a group selfie with people? Baby, where's my phone? I'm going to take my phone out. Yay, we got, we got selfies. And now you tag friends, family, prodeos, like hashtag, it's a good Friday. Yeah. You see... God loves you. Now, I'm going to make it more interactive. Turn to someone and say, God loves you. Someone you didn't come to church with, God loves you. And if you are here with your spouse and you have not said, I love you to them yet, quickly slip that one in there. Just, babes, I love you. Um, just, just so like under everybody, I love you, I love you. That is, come on, guys, look under your chair. You get love. You get, um, come on. <laughs> Thank you. Pass your is he, uh? Hey Levino, you are loved. <laughs> so <laughs> there is actually one of the band members. He's sitting at the back. Uh, so I, I did tell him. I did tell him that he's loved, uh, and I love you as well, Levino, and and Salma. But you see, this is the thing. We need to understand because we are loved. God did something. So the first thing you need to understand on Good Friday is that you are loved. Everybody is loved. And then the second thing is this. Like I mentioned, because we are loved, God gave us something and he gave us a gift. He gave us Jesus. His one and only son was given so that we could spend eternity with God. He gave the only thing he had. There, were, there weren't any other options. Not like some of us in the church, you know, we've got five billion kids and we go, ah, take the middle one, I've got a spare. No. <laughs> but gee, God goes, you know what? This is what this world means to me. I love them so much, I am willing to give that which is dearest to me for what is dear to me. 
And so he gave Jesus. We need to just accept the gift. Who has a problem accepting gifts here? I, I do. You know, it comes with a whole bunch of questions. It's like, but, but why? Who, me? What size is that? No, I just... Where if you like my kids, if you ever meet my kids and you just pull out something and you don't even say, just in front of them and you put it like, thank you, I'll take it. Hey, that's, the, the, that's my kids. And we need to be like that. They ask no questions. They just go, they don't even ask, is it for me or is it for my brother or sister? They'll just go, I'll take it. Thank you. And that is what God wants us to understand from this. He loved us, so he gave. It's a gift. You don't need to do anything for it, all you need to do is just accept it. And that is the second thing that we need to understand as, as we read John 13. This is what today is all about, that we were loved, so God gave. And so, I want to look at one last thing, and this is actually going to be my first point that we're going to be <laughs> talking about today. You are loved, God's given us a gift, and then what we really need to, because this is the changing point, it is, it is Good Friday, it is where history changed, I want us to know that the cross changes our position. You are loved, God gave us a gift, and our position changed. John 3.16 says, Whoever receives this gift, which is Jesus, moves from being dead to life. He changes your position, like literally takes you from a position that you deserved and puts you in a position that you don't deserve. And um, I, was, I was trying to think of an illustration that I could best use to describe this idea. And I phoned my wife up and I'm like, don't you have any stories about you being pregnant and we were waiting for food in line or something like that and we were way at the back and then they bumped us in front because we didn't deserve and my wife's like, that is awful. Why would you even think that? Because it's not about that. I, I, and, and, and so... I was just thinking about it. Before we moved to Cape Town, um, Planet Shakers was going to have a concert in, in Joburg, in Gauteng. And we were living in Secunda, which is like about an hour and a half drive from there. And I told my wife, oh man, this will be a great concert. We'd love to go to it. And um, we just decided, oh, it's far. We've got kids. Um, let's rather spend time at home with them. And I get a call from friends of ours um, in Joburg, and they go, hey, would you guys like to go to the Planet Shakers conference? I'm like, yeah, it's a Jesus thing, I want to go there. And um, they go, okay, but we've got two extra tickets above that. Um, do you have friends that can come with? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I ring up mates, we climb in the car on the night, and we head to Joburg to the concert. And these are, you know, just general admittance tickets. So where you, where you come in, you sit, you find a seat, and you sit. And so while we're sitting there, I text my friend. I'm like, hey, I'm here. Would love to meet you before the concert starts. And they're like, okay. They come running out. They chat to us and things like that. 
And as we are about to walk in, as the concert's about to start, these doors at the back, my friend goes, no, no, wait, wait, where are you going? Follow me. And we follow them, and they take us to a side entrance. And we are like right there by the stage and the five billion subs. And my friends that came with us, they were up there. So I send him a message. I'm like, hey, guess where we are? And he goes, where? And I switch on my phone and I wave at him. And I'm like, can you see it? He's like, oh, I don't like you. And so him and his wife are sitting up there in the cheap seats. And I am down there by the favorite seats with my wife. And during, and, and, and so the show starts. And this guy walks on stage. But you see, we went from being in seats that we deserved to seats that we didn't deserve. But my friend goes, come sit here with us. And this guy climbs on stage, and I look to my wife, and I go, there was this Christian artist, worship artist that I knew that I used to follow. His name is CJ. He leads an amazing church in Jeffreys Bay. And this guy climbs on stage, and I go, that is CJ. Like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. I felt felt like a little girl. Yay! (laughs) And, And the presence of God falls, but then he was the opening act, and he comes off stage, and he sits right in front of me, and I go... I can smell CJ. (laughs) And it was an amazing concert. But you see, we moved from, this is the gift of the cross, moving you from a position that you deserved to a position you did not deserve, that wasn't yours, that I couldn't, there were no tickets on sale for that section we were in. I couldn't buy one, but only certain people were there, and we got moved. And then a couple of, a month later, the same friends of ours invites us to a staff meeting of theirs. And so Vares Nach, there's CJ. And they go, hey, we'd like you to meet someone. Milo, this is CJ. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know what he says? I know you talking to my wife. I'm like, I've been following you. And he goes, you're the Instagram lady. Because she tags a lot of stuff about the church and stuff like that and likes a lot of whatever the other church was going. And somehow he recognized her, followed her, but me that has been following him for years. He goes, I know her. I'm like, oh, that sucks. But here you are. But in any case, that is the gift of the cross. It moves you from where we are to where we don't deserve to be. But we've been talking about Ephesians 3 verse 20, that not only do we move to a position where we don't deserve to be, our God does more for us. So not only did we move our position, our position changed on that concept, but we moved into a place of more where we got introduced to people, and that's what the cross is all about. It's to move you from where you are to where God needs you to be. And I need you to understand this. We don't deserve it. Because Paul writes, John tells us that God loved the entire world. The entire world. And Paul writes 
in the book of Romans, uh, I think it's Romans 3.23, he says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Each and every one of us. So we all have sinned, but God loved us all. And the cross, when we accept him, changes everyone's position. We all have sinned, but check this out. In Romans 6, verse 23, I've got that scripture up. It says, for the wages of sin is death. And you know, everybody stops there. But can I say, let's just read a little bit more. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You see, there's the change. The wages of sin is death, but, but through Jesus, there is life. He changes our position. I was lost, but God changed it. I was lonely, but God added me to family. I was unlovable, but God loves me. He loves you. That is the changing point of the cross, where whatever you feel, but Jesus. We had a series once, and it's all but Jesus. Because no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, but Jesus. I'm feeling down, but Jesus. We had one of our um, um, team members share this morning during our team time, and she had a, a crazy week, and we normally have devotions before we, we start our service, and she didn't want to do it, but Jesus, Jesus got hold of her. She, she didn't want to seek him, but she did, and Jesus spoke to her. She didn't want to share, but Jesus reached out to her, and she came in and she shared a powerful message about just how much Jesus loves us despite of us. You see, this is the changing point that we need to understand that God will always change our position. I was supposed to die, but Jesus saved me. And everybody qualifies for that. Everyone. Romans 10, 13 says, everyone who calls on my name. There is only one prerequisite that you call on the name of Jesus. How many of you guys know you can't receive a gift if you don't put out your arms? You can take something, but if you don't put out your hands, it's just going to be there. Who has never picked up a puppy before? Oh. It doesn't matter where you go. My son has cat allergies. And it's amazing. Because when you give him a cat, his eyes close. <laughs> he swells up. They're like, it's the funniest thing ever. If, I, if, I, if, if he doesn't listen to me, I'm like, here's a cat. <laughs> Sorry, I'm that bad. But it doesn't matter when they give him a cat, what is his, what is his default? Hands out. When it comes to the free gift of salvation, we need to be hands in. Uh, sorry, hands out. Hands out to it, saying, God, here I am. And he goes, it's not just for certain people. Who got dressed up for Sunday? I got dressed up for Sunday. For Friday, 
for Friday. I got dressed up for Friday. I got dressed up for Sunday. I'm going to wear this. Nick, when you come in on Sunday, I'm going to look like this. I'm ready. We're not packing stuff. We, we, my wife is leaving her husband here with the equipment. <laughs> I'm ready for Sunday. But you see, it's not just for certain people. Because Jesus loves everybody. And this free gift of Jesus on the cross for us is for everyone. All we have to do is call on his name. Call on his name. And this is why Jesus came to earth. This is why he allowed himself to be arrested, to be humiliated, to be beaten beyond recognition. He allowed them to hang him on a cross so that he could die the most humiliating and painful death. And I've got to stress that because in this entire series, we haven't been watering down the situations that we find ourselves in, and therefore we cannot water down what Jesus did on the cross. And so that is what he came to do so that our debt could be paid so that we may live a life with Jesus. And I want to take us to John chapter 19 quickly. Because this is why we celebrate today. And in that moment, as Jesus is hanging on the cross, he came, he walked this earth, he taught, he changed lives, and then he's like, but the ultimate thing that I still need to do is I need to die on the cross. And in that moment, as he was completing the mission that he came to earth for, this is what he says, John, 13, John 19, verse 30. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He changes our position. But I also need us to understand as he changes our position from death to life, we need to change our perspective of who we are, of who God is, of who Jesus is. I want you to look at other people and change your perspective of them as well because that is what the cross does for us. I've shared this before, but just because we got so many visitors, uh, when I was growing up, when I was younger, when there was no gray in my beard, I used to uh, play sport. One of the sports I played was rugby, and I used to play for one of the clubs back home. And in the one team that I played, before we run into the field, we have a huddle, and then we pray. And they would always pray this prayer. It's like, Lord, we are sinful and useless. And that just didn't sit well with me. Because the cross changes our perspective of who we are. And that is one thing I would like us to take away this Easter, is can you talk differently about yourself? Can you talk differently about other people? About other people in the church as well? Can you just talk different? Because have a look at this. We aren't perfect, but we are still loved. We don't have it all together, but it doesn't mean that I am not forgiven. Yes, I am a sinner, but I'm saved by grace. 
And because of that, I go from sinner to son. So stop walking around talking about you still being a part of something that God has saved you out of. You are a son. The cross changes this perspective of how we look into a mirror. When you guys whipped out your selfies, oh man, I saw those smiles. Everybody, like a lot of people are sitting here and they're going, I'm going to get a big camera shining from here and just to put you guys on the screen. Everybody will go, why? Because I see myself. I see who I am. I see what I've done. But can you see who Jesus is in you and what he has done? You aren't useless. You have a purpose. Jesus said, it is finished. The price that needed to be paid for your salvation, Jesus did on the cross, and he goes, it is finished. Be careful that we don't have a look at that and go, it is finished. Because at that moment, sorry, we don't want to be like the disciples, because in that moment when Jesus goes, it is finished, they were so distraught about what was happening, and they saw him die, they probably thought, he is finished, which means they were finished. But Jesus said, it is finished, not I am finished, and because he's not finished, you aren't finished. Have you guys ever, who's got a speeding fine before? You real Christians, you. How many of you guys have paid your speeding fines? Don't put up your hands, it's okay. Um, uh, when, when Alison and myself were, were when I was dating Ali, um, I had this car, it went vroom, very fast. And I was that guy that um, I always got letters. Lots and lots of letters. And I don't know about if you guys do it, but um, I would give my letter to my mom. This is probably why she doesn't phone me, because I don't send her letters anymore. Um, and, and it's a speeding fine. And what she would do is she'd go to the, um, to, to the traffic department, She'd write a letter and it's like, oh, this son of mine, he is sinful, please. No, she didn't do that. But she would go write them a letter and say, hey, this is what happened and stuff like that. Or she'd ask me, hey, go chat to them and you go and chat to them. And what do they do? They reduce the fine. But how many of you guys know you still have to pay the fine? And this is what the cross does. Takes the fine away. He doesn't reduce it and say you still have to pay for something. He says, it is like it never happened. Mom, you need to learn from Jesus. But no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm going to be in so much trouble. But this is what the cross is. The cross goes, I paid it in full. It is finished. You don't have to come back and do anything else. Because we go, oh my gosh, I still have to because of my lifestyle. I look at me and like, I am not perfect, so I need to do these things. And Jesus goes, hold up, it is finished. I have done it. It is finished. So we're not finished. It is finished. We are not finished. Not the plans he has for us not the future he's prepared for us, not the dreams that you have about yourselves, not the future you want to walk in, 
it is not finished. Sorry, you are not finished. But what he did on the cross for us cancels the debt that sin has put on us. And he goes, hey, I love you. Here's a gift. Here is Jesus. God loved you before you got saved. He loves you in your walk with him. And he'll love you no matter what you do. All his love does is, may I change my perspective of who I am so that I can follow him with everything in me. May we look at the cross and may we, may we see the way it changes us as we look at God, who he is, and as we look at other people. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself. You aren't too far gone for Jesus to change you. You aren't too far gone for Jesus to change your position. No one is too far gone for Jesus to reach you. Because check this, in the darkest moment, Jesus says, it is finished. So allow the cross to change not only your position, but your perspective as well. Because Friday, Jesus died for us. And Sunday, he rose to prove who he really is. So on this good Friday, may we always be reminded that I'm not what I think I was, but I am who God says I am. So where I think I was a sinner, God has changed my position to a son and a daughter of the Most High God. And all I need to do is change the way I look at me. Can we pray?